Figure facts for life. We just want you to be healthy. Health and happiness. If you pay attention to what goes in your body, you'll be amazed at the results. Fuel, nourish, and heal your body. Eating healthy. Well, well that's everything. Put the right fuel in. Take care of your engine. Here's Roberta Janeiro. Here's Roberta Janeiro. Roberta Janeiro. Welcome to Figure Facts for Life podcast. I'm your host, Roberta Janeiro. I'm a registered dietitian nutritionist with over 30 years clinical nutrition experience. I am committed to share my expertise and the expertise of many health professionals out there to help you understand how to fuel, nourish, and heal your body through the foods you choose. We have an exciting show today. It's April, and it's chock full of national health awareness topics. But we've decided today to talk about national autism awareness. We have the distinct privilege to talk today with Dr. James B. Adams. He's a professor at the Arizona State University, and he has just a wealth of knowledge to share in this area. He is currently a president's professor at Arizona State University, where he leads the Autism Ashburgers Research Group. He is the president of the Autism Society of Greater Phoenix. He's the president of the Autism Nutrition Research Center and the chair of the Science Advisory Board of the Neurological Health Foundation. I want to give a warm welcome to Professor James Adams. Well, thank us. you very much, Roberta. Glad to be here. So I want to just have you share with our listeners how your career took a turn when you and your wife had a daughter born with autism. So her daughter, um, when she was born, seemed to be normal. She, okay. however, began developing very slowly. And so at age two and a half, she couldn't talk. She didn't understand the words. And she was diagnosed with autism. And that was just devastating to my wife and I. And so although I'm a pr- an engineering professor by uh, practice, by background, um, I decided to begin researching the causes of autism, how to treat it, how to help people with autism. So I've shifted all my research now to focus on uh, those areas. And uh, now we've published over 40 papers on autism, including a fair bit of work uh, that's nutrition related. You have a center that has published how many articles in this area? Our research group has published over 40 articles looking at the causes of autism, looking at how to treat it, and now looking at how to prevent it. That's amazing. So how how exactly did you start? You know, what was the first study coming out the gate for your research center? Well, the thing is, my wife went to a conference uh, run by the Autism Research Institute. Okay. That's the oldest research institute in the world for autism. Mm-hmm. And they discussed several different areas there, including uh, nutrition and including vitamins and minerals. So my wife who's a neonatal nurse, brought this back to me, and I poo-pooed it. I didn't think that could possibly be relevant. But then as I began researching it, um, as we began looking for treatments for my daughter, I realized how important vitamins and minerals are. But I was so shocked to realize many children, many women are not receiving enough. And so when we realized that, the first study we did was of a randomized, double-blind, placebo-controlled study of a special vitamin-mineral supplement designed for children with autism. And in this small study, we found significant improvements in symptoms, including 
gastrointestinal symptoms and general autism symptoms. So it was very exciting. No, that's that was, that yeah. first study was what kicked us off to do more research. So I talk about it all the time, but definitely what we eat impacts our not only our physiology, but you know, our mood and all that kind of stuff as well. So I think, you know, it's important to understand with autism, you know, there's a lot of mood changes and that kind of thing. How can we reduce the risk of autism by nutritional interventions from the research that you've done? So research by um, my group and others, we've done a lot of work looking at um, nutritional levels in children with autism, assessing their vitamins and minerals. Mm-hmm. And we found that they're low in certain vitamins and minerals and find they improve from them. We then went back and other groups have done this too. There are now 10 studies of mothers of children with autism looking at their pregnancy, looking at their nutritional status. And what they find in an analysis of these 10 studies is that taking folic acid during pregnancy significantly reduces the risk of having a child with autism by about 40%. So folic wow. acid is That's sure significant. You know, is 40% reduction is huge. Mm-hmm. And, and I think you know how important folic acid is for preventing birth defects like spina bifida. But um, in addition, it's also important for autism we're finding. Okay. But what's especially important is that the women need to take it their first month or two of pregnancy. And because that's when the critical stages of brain development seem to be occurring that can lead to autism. If they take it later, there's much less or no benefit. Okay. So unfortunately, most women wait until they know they're pregnant to start a prenatal with folic acid. And so we're trying to get the word out there to start taking a prenatal before you get pregnant. I think that's important. And then there's also uh, food sources. And and just from counseling individuals, I find most people are not getting the fruits and vegetables they need in their day, which are sources of folic acid. There are some cereals on the market that are fully fortified with 100% of the requirement for the day for folic acid. But, you know, there's so much uh, word in the media about getting away from carbohydrates. I think people are moving away from a lot of cereal consumption because of that. And so they're not getting those fortified cereals in as well. So um, great point, though, that taking a multivitamin is not a bad idea just for that little extra insurance, especially if you're looking to become pregnant. So the other important... Absolutely. Right. And the point about the fortifying of cereals is important because many women have morning sickness. They may not be hungry in the morning, so they're right. skipping those breakfast cereals that have the folic acid. Right, right. Now, the other thing is iron. You mentioned that's another mineral, that's a mineral that's been looked at um, and being very important during pregnancy. And I know that a lot of doctors watch those levels and make sure that you're not becoming anemic. But can you talk to that point a little bit? Right. So about 20 to 40% of women start their pregnancy with low levels of iron um, because of their monthly loss of uh, blood through their cycle. Um, Low iron is very common in women before their pregnancy starts. Mm -hmm. And once their pregnancy begins, especially about halfway into the pregnancy, when the body's making a high amount of red blood cells, it needs a lot of iron for that. And that's critical for carrying oxygen throughout the child's body and brain. And it's the brain that's the highest oxygen consumer. So it's no surprise then that mothers of children, mothers who have low iron, 
have twice the risk of having a child with autism. Wow. So it's so important. Most doctors are not doing testing for iron at the start of pregnancy and it's halfway through, and they really need to do that. It's simple, it's cheap, and it's so important. Right. So actually looking at those levels going into the pregnancy, that's important. Or just, you know, go in and get your yearly checkup, right? And make sure that your uh, blood levels are looking good and that your iron status is looked at as a female. I think it's, especially if you're uh, still menstruating, very important to make sure that you have adequate iron in your system. You'll feel better too. I mean, you'll have more energy and just uh, be mentally more acute. So can nutritional interventions help children and adults with autism that you've looked at? We've, we've talked about the fact that if women, they supplement with folate, they make sure they're uh, getting their prenatal if they're looking to become pregnant. But now, you know, you have a child and that child has autism. What are the nutritional interventions that really help from your research? So, so we've done several studies looking at uh, vitamin and mineral supplementation. We've level, measured levels of all vitamins, discovered which were low, and then we designed a vitamin mineral supplement, which we've used in our studies, and it's now available for free, it's not for free, it's available from our nonprofit. Okay. Um, but basically what we found is improvements across the board in the core symptoms of autism. We've seen improvements in um, language, improvements in Uh, behavioral problems. We've seen improvements in social interaction. So it's just very exciting to see those improvements in the children. And then we did a more comprehensive study. In addition to doing just a vitamin and mineral supplement, we did a 12-month study where we also added in other key nutrients. So we added in essential um, fatty acids, omega-3s from fish oil. Mm -hmm. We added in um, carnitine, which is important for mitochondrial function. We added in digestive enzymes because many, several studies have shown children with autism are low in digestive enzymes. Okay. We put the children on a healthy diet that was allergen-free, avoiding especially dairy and uh, gluten. Okay. And as a result of that 12-month study, we found that the non-treatment group, no change in IQ, the treatment group gained seven points of IQ. Wow, Kids that's significant. Are developmentally delayed. So wow. normally over 12 months, the non-treated group gained only four months of development and the treatment group, group gained 18 months of development. So the kids with autism began catching up to their peers just through this comprehensive nutritional intervention. So with the diet that uh, you're recommending, which is the gluten-free and uh, dairy-free, right, allergen-free, does the supplement give them their daily level of calcium that they need, or is that incorporated into the recommendations from the dietitians that are doing the research? Yeah, that's, that's a great question because certainly many people get a major part of the calcium from milk, mm-hmm. but... Um, again, you can also get it, as you know, from your fruits and vegetables. And so we do recommend a healthy diet and then to supplement it with the vitamin mineral supplement we had included in the study, which does have some calcium in it, um, okay. as well as vitamin D and many other nutrients. It's a comprehensive 
a vitamin mineral supplement. Okay. And so it appeared from our pre and post measurements that their calcium levels were fine. But that's definitely something that's looked at for the overall health of the child or the adult that's working with you with the nutrition intervention, right? That's right. Okay. From this study where we had the families try these six different interventions, we could then figure out which three were the most important. And the three the families felt were by far the most important with a vitamin mineral supplement, the fish oil, and the um, healthy allergen-free diet. Those three seemed to be the biggest and most important factors for helping them. I actually, you know, this is near and dear to my heart because I have a cousin who had one child a little bit more severely autistic and then one with a mild form of autism. And uh, she was real proactive with their diet and everything. And it's amazing to see, you know, how functional they are. They're just beautiful, beautiful uh, boys. And um, so I think, you know, for those listening in, we know from Professor James Adams that when you want to have a child, best prevention against autism is to make sure, number one, that your iron levels are where they should be, that you are taking a multivitamin with 100% of the recommendation for folic acid. And then once you become pregnant, make sure you get right on that prenatal vitamin because that's going to give you a little additional folic acid and iron as well but that there is, through diet, great results with children and adults that have autism when they're taking in the right vitamin supplement, when they're eating the right diet. So, Professor Adams, I wanted to ask you, for those listening in, where can they go to learn more about what so you're doing? Go to my personal website to see okay. our general recommendations for people with autism. Okay. And that's Adams, A-D-A-M-S, Autism Research. Dot com And then from there, if they want to go to our nonprofit that provides the vitamin mineral supplement we've designed based on our research, uh, that's autism, N for nutrition, R for research, C for center.org. Are there any new studies coming up that you're really excited about that you want to share with our listeners? One of the studies we're very excited about is we've been looking at microbiota transplant. Um, many children with autism have um, major chronic GI problems, chronic diarrhea, chronic constipation from birth. And what we've done is we found that taking a healthy gut bacteria from very healthy, carefully screened donors and giving it to the children has been very beneficial to them. Um, and 80% reduction of their GI problems, often just a complete cure of those GI problems, and also good improvements in autism symptoms just by removing the pain and discomfort uh, they've had from these GI problems for many years. Yeah, there's so much out there about the microbiome and in the gut and how it really impacts your health. They're starting to think that's kind of the brain center. The gut is the brain center for your uh, immune system and, and all that kind of stuff. So that's great. And we'll look for uh, the outcomes of that research. But it looks like the preliminary research is, is showing real positive results. Is that correct? Yes, we published our, st our first study on that uh, showing great benefits initially, and we're about to release our 
two-year follow-up in which we've been following the children for two years uh, to see how they're doing long-term. So the results on that will be published soon. Okay, fabulous. Make sure you send me a copy of that. And I just want to thank you for joining me today. Thank you for tuning in to Figure Facts for Life podcast. Be sure to subscribe to stay in the know on cutting-edge dietetic nutrition information. And make sure to find us on Facebook and Instagram at Figure Facts LLC, all one word. I'm Roberta Gennaro, and ciao, ciao for now.